Okay, welcome back, everybody. This is episode three of Nobody's Guru Podcast. Today, uh, this is your host, Melanin. I'm going to be bringing you a guest, a very special guest that's going to be talking about nutrition. His name is Earl Munkow, and so I'll introduce him in just a bit. I did want to start off by just talking about what's in my cup today. Uh, I did make a little tea for us both, and um, this is actually, in mine, I have burnout blocker, and I also have ashwagandha tea in here. A little bit of coconut milk and agave. Yeah, ashwagandha. Oh yeah. (laughs) Did you want some? Later. Okay. I actually think the um, ashwagandha bag was um, was actually in in there, so there might already be some. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, I love ashwagandha. Um, Really good for like helping regulate your mood um, and just keeping your energy good. You know, good anxiety reducer. Um, so yeah, let's get started with, um, the writing prompt from last time. So what I assigned was for us to write down three things we just wanted to do to show up for ourselves in that week. Um, and so for myself, mine was workout, uh, because it was, it was on my heart to work out. Like I practice yoga, but I don't get my heart rate up as much as I would like to. So I like forced myself to work out even just hula hooping for like, you know, 30 minutes. I was like, my heart rate's going to get up. And then, uh, getting at least three out of five things done on my power list. I definitely did that. And I did learn a new song on the guitar. I learned, um, what's that song by John Legend? Um, I can't even remember it now. Is it all of me? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's the one. So (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it down. I added it to my guitar catalog. So yeah, but um, it's just definitely good to journal out sometimes what it is that you need to do for yourself to show up for yourself and then like holding yourself accountable to that. So um, hey, that's what's up that I actually held myself accountable to everything on my list and I didn't, um, you know, fall fall out of anything. Um, so today, like I said, I have Earl Munkow here. He's going to be talking about nutrition and um, just to um, talk about how I know Earl. He's like, I, con- I I told you guys last time on the last episode, he's like, I consider him a God brother because I feel like he's God sent. Um, him and all his brothers that have been in my life for a long time, definitely family to me. And um, uh, yeah, so he knows a lot about nutrition and uh, yeah, tell us about it, Earl. <laughs> Tell us about nutrition. Tell us about- <laughs> well, okay, so he has a brand called Nature's Hype, and um, that's what I asked him to come here to talk about today, Nature's Hype, and um, basically like what he does in the community with Nature's Hype, a little bit about how he got started, things like that. So yeah, like tell me about Nature's Hype and how you got started. Um, Nature's Hype was, it's, it was a long process to get to Nature's Hype. Um, I started selling granola at first. Um, prompted by my mother to <laughs> <laughs> to uh, make granola because something that she made for me when I was uh, younger. Okay. Um, so when I got to, I guess, you know, when I was in college, um, I had asked her to make some for me. She was like, um, I think you should make it yourself. I'm not going to make it anymore. <laughs> that sounds exactly <laughs> like your mom. <laughs> so I, I started making a few uh, different types. My first main the main one that I made was a cranberry granola okay um so she had a friend of hers who came over who actually became my mentor um and he tasted it and he was like 
at first he was he was reluctant. He was like, I'm not, I don't want to eat this <laughs> children's granola right. or children's cereal. Right, right, right. So he he said, you know, my mom was like, come on, come on, just taste it, just taste it. So we finally tasted it, mm-hmm. and he started feeling good while he was eating it. Oh wow! So he's like, what you what you put in it? I was like, um, wheat germ. Nice. I was putting wheat germ at the time. Wheat germ alters your mood. Oh, wow. So I didn't even know that. he started feeling good while he was eating. And he was like, oh, you have something here. And wow. one of the main things that got me to where I am today, he was pushing education. The okay. education of what you put in your body. Mm. And so that's kind of led me to the path where I am now. Um, at the time when he came around, I was in college. I was ma- I majored in health science. Okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. See, like, you know, just learning things here. Okay. Yeah, majored in health science. Um, Wanted to get into physical therapy. Mm -hmm. I didn't do well in chemistry at the time. That gets you every time. (laughs) And then I had to take um, physics in the summer. And I was like, nah, forget that. That's a hard course. I was like, forget that. I'm going to graduate on time. So I graduated on time. And I just started trying to find a job. Um, And then next thing I know, you know, I was found myself in a barbershop one day. And then, you know, it was just God was just kind of like, yeah, you you about to be in the health health field, health ministry. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I met up with um, one of my friends. He was like, you know this guy named Joe, uh, James Luke? And I was like, nah, well, you need to meet him. So I met the guy. He uh, said, come to New York. Came to New York. And in New York, they were doing, like, trainings on the um, Adventists. They call it the seven or the eight laws of health. So they were mm. doing a training on that. And I was learning everything about like how to reverse diseases and okay. things like that. So that was 2011. By 2011, I just gave up meat cold turkey oh wow to stop eating meat okay and that was it so so you haven't eaten meat since 2011 yeah that's crazy yeah i didn't even know that <laughs> okay yeah so stop eating meat 2011 and then continued on trying to um you know push the granola but then as i realized you know what i wanted to do was more than just granola but wanted to educate people on how to live healthier a healthier mm, life okay yeah and that's great honestly like me getting to my <clears throat> my health journey has been <laughs> very interesting as well. Like, um, I was in Honduras in 2016. And when I came back, um, I think I'd only been back like a month. And I just started having these weird symptoms. Hmm. And I went to the hospital because I had like a fever of like 10-something. And, and they were like, they were trying to test me for like all types of like wild diseases because they couldn't figure out what was wrong they never did they dismissed me had this huge hospital bill that's still on my credit (laughs) you know what i mean and they didn't do anything for me and they also gave me dextrose which i'm allergic to um and i told them like i have a corn allergy but they didn't realize that they were using corn dextrose so they ended up having to pump me i'm like i literally could have sued and instead i have a bill so it's kind of wild but after that I started off and on having like symptoms where I was like, I would get dizzy or feel fatigued. And I was like, what's going on with me? Like I changed my diet because when I first, first came home from school um, in 2015, a doctor told me, she was like, you're pre-diabetic. She's like, you know, Mm -hmm. diabetes is in your family pretty hard, but you know, your blood sugar is up there. She was like, you know, 
start doing some things to regulate. She was like, cut out soda. I was like, I already don't drink soda. It has corn syrup in it. Right. She's like, cut out candy and sweets. I was like, a lot of that stuff have corn syrup. I already, like, what do I do? How do I cut out more things? I'm already not eating the things that most people would need to cut out. So she was like, um, I don't know, like, you know, examine different diets. So that's why I started looking at vegan, um, the vegan diet. And I had been interested in it for a while, but like, I hadn't really jumped fully into it. Um, because you know, it's hard. Like I'm in a Caribbean family where like, yeah. I got uncles and aunts that are caterers. You go to family functions, there's oxtail on the table, there's curry gold, there's jerk sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you just every holiday pass this stuff up? Like, I was like, man, I don't know. So for a while, like, I was like, you know what? I'll try to do like the pescatarian diet. Like, you know, that way I can at least have the fish that's at the family functions. And that worked out for some time, but I was still experiencing like those weird symptoms like a couple years later. And they never really figured, like I kept getting blood tests, things like that. Um, there was times where like my attendance was actually really low when I was a flight attendant because I would have to call out and I didn't oh, know wow. what was going on. Um, so, and like, they were like, we need you to like give us a note. And I'm like, my doctor literally doesn't know. Like, so I have nothing to give you like to say what's the problem. Like they haven't figured it out. And I was like, you know what? I feel like there's something where like science can only go so far. So I'm going to look a, a little bit deeper into this, um, especially because with or not science can only go so far. But like the medical field, you know, they literally have their parameters um, because everything is a study as far as like chemicals and things like that. But then there's the origins of like natural remedies and just eating healthy and stuff and like what we knew, like. When I went to Oakwood, I took the class on LNG wide and um, what is it like? What is that book she has? Um, Ministry the, of Healing. No, there's one more something food in the diet. Um, uh, Councils on food and diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to read that book, and I remember her talking about cereal, how it wasn't good for you, like mixing the solids. And I was like, oh man, like you know, just kind of going back to like the understanding of all that stuff and realizing, like, man, like I gotta dig a little bit deeper to figure out what's going on with me. So. With that, I ended up um, going vegan, but then still having some of those symptoms and re like realizing, oh, well, when you go vegan and you don't cleanse, if you have parasites in your body, they're going to be stealing your nutrition. And so you think you're eating healthy, but you're doing yourself a disservice. And um, so I ended up doing a cleanse. And after that, I felt totally different. Didn't experience a lot of those symptoms anymore. It also helped like regulate... Uh, my hormonal um, issues that I think were a lot of the cause for what was going on. Like, um, like my menstrual cycle, I started not cramping like I used to and like it would just be regular and it wasn't like as heavy or anything like that. And I was like, oh, wow. So this really impacted my diet, like just getting rid of those parasites and now being able to eat. Now my body's actually getting that nutrition, mm -hmm. changing the kind of water you drink, realizing water needs um it needs minerals when it's in your body. So if you're not drinking water that has minerals, it's going to pull from the minerals that's in your body. Like I've just been learning a lot of different things and it's been like opening my mind to how much more there is to learn as far as nutrition. Uh, one of the things I realized is um, energy plays a really big role on your health because all things are energy and then energy can either be destroyed um, you know, it can't be destroyed, it can only be transferred. So in the body, since we're 70% water and we have all these different energy points in our body, if you don't 
um, keep that energy fluid, then it solidifies. Like it crystallizes kind of like snowflakes crystallize because they respond to frequency and that's how they become like, you know, the shapes that they are. Our body does the same thing with these different, in these different energy points. So like if you experience anger in one energy um, and, you know, you don't find a way to release that, it actually solidifies in the body in the area where that chakra is. So I learned the same thing when it comes to nutrition in your solar plexus, if your energy isn't fluid there, and that houses all of um, your solar plexus, is like your stomach area region. So if you don't actually, um, if you're not eating healthy or your your body's not getting the nutrition it needs, then it's going to affect your like desire to do things, your your self confidence, and how you view yourself. Um, that's all of those things that are affected from that. And so I was like, man, how can I get that energy more fluid? And so like combining all those different aspects, everything I've been learning, like just drinking more water to make sure my energy's staying fluid, making sure I'm like, you know, taking care of my health, eating more foods with minerals. I've been putting sea moss into my diet, different things like that. So, um, yeah, it's just been like a super learning journey. But like, uh, I remember watching this documentary and it was talking about how the gut has like millions of bacteria that communicate trillions, trillions that <laughs> communicate directly with the brain. It's like some doctors actually call it your first brain because your brain can't function without it. Most people don't know that, right? We spend all this time trying to get rid of bacteria, right. but it actually serves a purpose. So um, I guess like I want to hear, you know, what are your thoughts on? how the body directly communicates with the brain, um, you know, and, you know, how the proper nutrition can affect that. Well, when you talk about the gut, you're talking about, like you said, it has trillions, like it's more of the bacteria than actually makes us. So human cells are a small percentage uh, versus the bacteria that we have in us. Oh, wow. So the gut is definitely a, uh, a place that we have to kind of, you know, focus in. You know, I was taking a um, certification a few years ago, and you know, they were talking so much about gut health, gut health. I was like, what? Gut health? Like, right. why are you, you know? Yeah, why are you focusing on that? Focusing on that. But then I realized that, you know, doing my study and studying, you find out that the gut has majority of your immune cells. Mm. Wow, I didn't even know that. <laughs> has a majority of your immune cells, so. It is key for you to have good gut health. Yeah. And so most people don't realize that they have to feed the gut properly. And what they don't realize also is that if you're on a the Western standard, the American standard diet. diet with processed foods. Processed food, <laughs> you're not feeding your gut. Yeah. Because the one food that the gut your gut health needs or your gut needs is fiber mm. so you can't find fiber in meat okay or any other you can only find it in plant food wow so most people they say that the average american is only getting like 15 grams of fiber a day um and they say you should get at least i think it's 30 or 50 grams of fiber a day wow um and so that increases your chances of inflammation because if the gut is not getting the food then the bacteria is like okay i'm hungry i need some food so what it does is it starts eating up 
the 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 gut barrier, which is called the mucin, mm. and so it starts eating that, and that that is kind of the barrier between the bacteria and your immune cells. So then it starts eating that, and so that's why you have different you know problems like inflammation. Um, and the thing about the gut is that our entire body is affected by it. the brain, your joints, um, your thyroid. Yeah. All of That's that. Everything. <laughs> and you know, when you talk about the brain, you're talking about, you know, dealing with depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, 90% of uh, serotonin is found in the gut. That deals with wow. how you feel right. and things like that. So the gut is very, you know, is, is very important. And I think once people understand that you got to eat more of, you know, foods that have fiber in it, mm-hmm. that can really help. Yeah. You know, so so foods that have fiber is that like the same thing as like your prebiotics and your probiotics? So your prebiotics mm-hmm. feed your bacteria, right? Your probiotics have the bacteria in it. Okay. So what they so what they what they push out or what is marketed is that okay, you get probiotics and you know it's basically you. You've lost some good bacteria, so you put back good bacteria in. It doesn't really work like that. Right. So really, is is a scientific thing that this bacteria has been tested to help this help the human body, or has demonstrated to help the human body, mm-hmm. and that's how it works. So it's just not oh whatever you just you know drink a probiotic drink, 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 you know, and I'm good to go, and no. then you're good to go. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, right? It has to be tested that it works on. The host, which is the human right. body, mm-hmm. and that's how it is. Prebiotics is basically just what you eat right. that feeds the bacteria, and mostly what feeds the bacteria is fiber. Right. Because I remember when I first started learning about probiotics, I started like getting more probiotic drinks, kombucha, those things, and then yeah, kombucha. I read um, that um, if you drink that a lot, you can get um, it's called metabolic. Acidosis. Oh man, I can imagine because yeah. it's very acidic. It's exactly. an acidic drink. Mm-hmm. So if you overdo it, but I used to drink like one a day just to make sure like I had like healthy digestion when I first first started. And then I remember I was on the phone with my friend Leah, and she was like, "You know what? Probiotics do nothing for you if you're not also taking prebiotics." And I was like, "What? What is that? <laughs> what are those? Like, why is no one telling us about this stuff?" Like, so I was just doing research, like, "No, what are natural prebiotic foods?" So I've been like. Okay, oats, you know, I've been like doing the research to figure out what's some natural probiotic foods and try to incorporate those in my diet. So Yeah, so what's what they do talk about is fermented foods that um help, but you also have to be careful. A lot of the fermented food are also high in sodium. Mm. So you have to be careful with with that. I think one was kimchi or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I do like kimchi. kimchi, yeah. Yeah. So but it's they, high in sodium. So did a study, I think in China they eat a lot of kimchi. And those people deal with a lot of issues when it comes to cholesterol cholesterol and stuff like that. Okay. So you got to be careful with some of these things um, when it comes to, you know, your prebiotics and your um, probiotics um, that you take. What is key is getting, you know, eating whole food, plant-based foods that have fiber in it because that's what they want. Yeah. The bacteria wants that food because proteins, fats, and refined carbs are not getting to that area, right? They're getting to the the, the, the large intestines, in her, but they're not getting to, like the colon is where you have a lot more of 
the, the, the gut or the bacteria. Okay. And so if it's not getting, they're waiting for the right stuff and the fiber is what they're waiting for. Mm. So if they're not getting that, then they're eating something and it's going to be that, that barrier. Wow. And so what is eating the mucin barrier? Like how does, what effect does that have on the body? Like what do you start to feel or what is So again, it's, it starts to weaken your immune system. Oh wow. Okay. Right. So yeah. what happens is when you, when a person is, has a lot of colds, has frequent colds, mm. um, leaky gut, like all of those are associated with the immune system and also inflammation. So mm. inflammation is key. So when the body, so inflammation is natural for about the body, right. right? Especially like, for example, exercise, acute inflammation. So once you start exercising, right, the body starts after like an hour. So the body um, uses, builds up, builds up mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory response for it. And that's good. That's yeah. what you need. But when you start doing things like you're not eating properly, things like that, you're smoking, then you have start building chronic inflammation. Mm. And chronic inflammation, that's also what messes up and affects the gut as well. So um, inflammation, to, to, to get rid of that inflammation, again, it starts with your diet. Yeah. It starts with what you're eating, what you're putting in your food. Antioxidants, foods with antioxidants are great for reducing inflammation. Yeah. That's why I would suggest if anyone, you know, go work when they, after they work out, you know, yes, the body's doing its part, but you also got to do your part. So eat something that has um, antioxidants. Yeah. So it's funny that you were mentioning all those issues that you can have. I was looking at this book um, before we started and I was listing some of the things that happen in your solar plexus when it's out of whack um, because it houses the abdominal organs, stomach, liver, gallbladder, spleen, mm -hmm. pancreas. So when it's imbalanced, um, you'll experience bloating, digestive issues like irritable bowel syndrome, leaky gut, constipation, constipation nausea, mm -hmm. indigestion, fatigue, lethargy, um, difficulty concentrating, yeah. restlessness, agitation, gallstones, liver issues, pancreatic disorders such as diabetes. So yeah, it's all those things. Yeah. It affects skin, skin and mouth that deals with, you know, mm, the colds yeah. and stuff like that. Or you have food allergies or food intolerance, yeah. you know, and those are the things like when you start realizing, oh, I have some food intolerance or I can't stand this food. Like you got to take a step back. Yeah. And, you know, eliminate elimination diet might be good or you might get checked out to see what foods affect you. Because not, I think I might need to do right, that. Right, not everybody is the same, and not right. everybody can handle certain foods. Yeah, like, like a gluten intolerance diet. is a big thing. Right? Yeah, that's true. So most black people can deal with gluten versus white people. They can't really deal with gluten. Yeah. You know, so you definitely have to go get checked out and see what can, what affects you. Okay, that's different, yeah. So, uh, I wanted to ask you, what inspired the name Nature's Hype? Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, my mentor who, mm -hmm. you know, pushed me, he pushed me on to becoming an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, he was calling it, uh, we were sitting down at a table and he was like, you should call it the hype development. And I was like, all right, cool. That sounds cool. Hype development. Yeah. Cause and I do I remember know. it was just the hype first, right? Yeah. It was just the hype development and, um. So 
I went over to a friend's house, Joel Sam, and we were sitting at a table. We were talking about the business, whatever. He was like, man, you need to add something else to it. Mm. You know, and... He's really good for ideas. (laughs) No, he really is, though. I remember that. So, um, started running through some names, and then he said Natures, and I was like, yeah, that's it. I like that, yeah. That's it right there. Nature's hype. Make sure you get him his royalties for for the trademark. (laughs) That that was it. And I went to, I had a coworker of mine who was doing graphic designs. And I was like, man, I I need a logo. You know, and I went to his house. He took out this special pen. He wrote on a piece of paper and, you know, cursive nature's hype. And it just looked great. That was it. Yeah the hype there and, and it really it. does look good like he brought one of the protein bars for me to try so i'm super excited to try this we'll get into that when you come back from the break but um before we go into break uh i guess one other thing i wanted to ask you is like about kind of like what you do in the community because i've seen like on your page and i haven't been able to show up to any of the workouts in the area but i know you've um done like workouts and like you have like some community um, programs. So well, like, initially mm-hmm. started with um, I had started with a group of guys. We called it Nature's Hype Fit, um, and then I transitioned and just to just focus on nutrition. They still do. Um, they call it Get Hype Fit. Okay. But I'm still focusing on the nutrition aspect of it. Right. Um, so I just focus on nutrition, and then most of the times, like you know, myself, I'm sometimes wrong. The brother would, we would, you know, go speak. We were speaking at different churches, doing presentations. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I would, you know, I was at the farmer's market at some point, you know, pushing the granola. Right. Um, But yeah, I I just like to talk about health. During the pandemic, I was speaking. I was doing like little, um, you know, seminar, not seminars, but just, you know, I was asked to speak for like a a baseball team, a soccer team a church event, mm-hmm. just different things to just push this. I just want to push the idea that you can live a healthier life and you can make it a habit. Yeah. By you using like a lifestyle. Yeah, a lifestyle. Doing, make, making simple changes. I think when people think about health or making changes, all they it think about, them. yeah, it scares them. All they think about is what they can't do. Yeah, that's right? true. You know, and so I try to make it where it's like, hey, just add certain things Yeah, here. just tweak it here and tweak there. Tweak it here and there. You know, that's funny. Like, when I first, first went vegan, I didn't really plan it. Like, I just was like, oh, let's see what it's like eating vegan today. And then I did that for like a week straight and was like, hmm, I think we could, you know, maybe keep trying this. And I just kept looking at it like that versus like, oh, let's shift our diet. I just took it one day at a time until I realized, oh, wow, I'm two years in. And I right. haven't. And, and I think one of the biggest things, too, was like, I just kept learning how to make new things versus like thinking about all the old things I used to eat and trying to find all these versions of that. It was like, well, I mean, you could just curry eggplant. Like, and even like, I remember thinking about it, like, wait, there's so many dishes my mom made growing up that didn't have meat at all. Like she would do ground provision and that's like planting cassava, you, you know, all those things like in, you know, one pot or callaloo or stewed um, eggplant or whatever there's just all these dishes I'm like I never even considered like this isn't even going to be hard I know how to make all those things so right. yeah. it just got really easy when you just think about what you can do versus what you can't like what you're just yeah. saying it's, 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 it takes time you have to be creative yeah um, 
because most people, when you tell them that you're plant-based or you're vegan, they initially like, where are you going to get your protein from? Yeah. You no, know? that's the funny thing. I hear that all the time, but it's like, where right. did the meat, where did they get it from? And so they, they look, <laughs> the, the they meat gets at, their protein right, from the plants. Exactly. <laughs> they, they look at, people look at meat as the entire plate. Right. So it's like, once you've taken that out, it's like, you what have nothing eat? else to How eat. How am I going to feel you know? full? Yeah. Exactly. But protein is just a, a part of a person's diet yeah. and you need so much more yeah. um, to live because you never hear anybody like oh this person is protein deficient you've never heard of that right but the fact that the matter is like I just mentioned 15 people you know average American only gets 15 grams You're, we're more fiber deficient than anything, than anything and that's what we need yeah I was just gonna say and fiber is what makes you feel full yeah yeah you eat a lot of fiber and you know that keeps you, don't you that keeps need you regular. as much food yeah that keeps you regular. That keeps you, you know, using the bathroom as you should. Yeah. Most people, because they're not getting a lot of fiber, they're constipated. Yeah. And that's another issue. So the constipation, right. you seven days without using the bathroom, that's crazy. Yeah, I seen someone wild. on, I think it was TikTok. She oh, was talking no. about how she didn't, she had to use the bathroom in like a week. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's wild. I don't know what she I was. I feel crazy <laughs> if I don't use the bathroom after like, <laughs> if I don't use it twice in the same yeah, day, at it, minimum, you know exactly. what I mean? Like. That's, you I have feel, to, yeah, after, at least crazy. after every meal, you got to be using the yeah. bathroom, you know? You got to, because that's, you're letting out what doesn't need to be, be in the there. bathroom. Yeah. I mean, your body's your literally body. only supposed to be holding right. the nutrition it needs, so. Um, but that, I mean, to me, it makes me think about the fact that your body doesn't know how to process a lot of the processed foods. Yeah. So if you're just eating straight up processed foods, no wonder you can't go. Like, I've, I found out when it comes to... Um, what is it, GMO corn? Your body doesn't even recognize it. It literally doesn't know what to do with it, so it just stores it. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. And there, I'm sure there's tons of other GMO or processed foods that work like that. Mm -hmm. The which body is, is not, the body, so we were not created in that way. And you you can see that by the, the science. That's why I like the science uh, when it comes to nutrition. Because our intestines are long, mm. right? And for a carnivore that eats meat, it's short. So it passes through them. The meat passes through them very quickly. For us, it takes a long time before the meat passes through us. Oh, and wow. so it just kind of sits there in a, for a long time. Where when you're eating, you know, plant foods or whatever, it goes, it's a long process because it's trying to take out the different nutrients that it needs for the body. Mm. You know? But, you know, when you're eating meat, it doesn't really happen like that because it just kind of sits and the digestion process takes very long. Long. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Um, <laughs> no, like the things you don't know, because like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, like I've reverted back to eating meat several times because it gets hard. But um, yeah, I, I think what's funny now is like, just applying what I know and just not like falling back just because like I'm having a craving or something like that. So that's that's really important. Like I, I found out eggs actually have an effect on the body too. That's like they said it's worse than like having like I can't remember if it was they compared it to like donuts or coffee or something, but they compared the effect of like the negative effect. I was like, really? Eggs? Yeah, it's, it's very high in cholesterol. Mm, okay. So dairy products, they're number one in saturated fats. Okay. Then it's meat. 
So you definitely have to be careful. If you're going to eat meat, then I would just say, you know, eat it sparingly. Sparingly. You know, if you're, you know, I always tell my brother because my brother, I always clown Dwight sometimes because <laughs> he always one day I'll see him eating meat and then another day he talking about he's you know vegan. Yeah, that's and I was like me. you're more I, like I, a, I resonate with you, Dwight. <laughs> you're more like a flexitarian. That's, yeah, that's that, yeah. That's what it is. Flex but gang. <laughs> the, the studies show that if you're if you're someone that eats meat or you want to be a flexitarian and if you're eating like maybe one to two ounces, maybe three ounces of meat a week, that you're okay. Yeah. That you live just as long as someone that's plant-based. Oh, wow. But that's just eating little, little bit. Little bit by bit. And if you look at the people that live in um, the blue zones, they live long lives because one of the aspects is they don't eat a lot of meat. They eat it on certain occasions. Wow. So they might eat fish, you know, they might eat... So you can eat people can eat it but it might not the more the more you eat meat the more you increase your chance of getting some type of chronic disease wow wow okay so it's a good thing my cleanse is on the way so that way i can get back to going back to being completely plant-based <laughs> but no what's funny is even when i do eat meat i'm eating it sparingly for sure but um, we are getting to the half an hour, so we're going to take a break, and I'm just going to play some music, and we'll come back, and we'll get more into um, what I guess the typical diet should look like, what should be on your plate, if you know, every time you eat, and like what foods don't mix, what foods kind of do mix, we'll kind of finish with that, um, just to give you guys some more information on nutrition. This has been great so far, though. Thanks so much, Earl. Oh, no All right, so we'll be back shortly. guest for today talking about nutrition health um really great information so far in the first segment of today um we're gonna keep going where we left off we were talking about uh well actually we had started talking about gut health and then we transferred into a few things but then during the break you mentioned something that uh, you wanted to kind of piggyback off of when it came to gut health um yeah talk a little bit about that for me well it starts when you talk about gut health it starts early on when you're talking when you're coming from the womb and you know from a mom having you know the normal you know birth or a child having a normal birth going through the vaginal canal you're getting a lot of the bacteria that you need as a child um, but when you have a c-section that bacteria you don't get that bacteria mm. that you need and what happens is the, the nurses, the doctors, they're cleaning up the baby. They're using, you know, different things, antibacterial things. So you're not getting the bacteria that you need as a child. Wow. So it starts early on. Wow. Even when you're talking about breastfeeding, getting bacteria, all that stuff, it starts from childbirth. And so when, you know, one, up, one out of every three women are um, getting C-sections. And so a lot of those, um, you know, you, you can, you know, develop different, you know, types of diseases. Early on, um, early from, on that, from, from that, that stage, just that, life. yeah, from just that. Wow. So, um, 
I feel a little type of way that you know a little bit more about the women's body than I do. <laughs> but no, that's, that's crazy. Like, because I'm sure there's so many people that don't know that. Um, like, even in the medical world, I'm sure. Because, I mean, if these are the practices they're doing, they're unaware right. uh, on all, that level. All they're thinking about, oh, you know, C-section, let's clean off the baby. Right. But what is needed for the baby is the yeah. bacteria right. from the mom. Yeah, the entire process is very, very divine. So I'm sure everything was with intention. Like when you think about, oh, okay, even just the birth of the canal versus C-section. There's, of course, there's a specific bacteria the baby's supposed to get from it. Like God has been very intentional about mm -hmm. everything yeah. from creation to now. So um, that's yeah. really, really interesting to learn. And we need that balance too. We need the balance of the good and the bad bacteria. Yeah. You know, if you have more good than the bad, you know, there's an imbalance. If right. If you have more of the bad, you know, or more, you know, yeah. vice versa. Right. Know. Either way, it's about balance. Balance. Yeah. All right. So, like, speaking of balance, what would be like. I guess like your typical balanced healthy diet or your day your day like what would you eat in a day I would say I mean most of the time it de depends how I feel mm -hmm. what I, I want at that day um, but I've decided certain days or certain things in them for example in the morning like to be more intentional about what I'm eating um, so I create a, a routine so that I don't have to think about what I'm eating. Okay. So I already know that, okay, when I get up in the morning, I'm going to do water and lime. Okay. You know, and then after that, you know, where I do um, movement, exercise, take a shower, I'm going to have a smoothie. And I do specific smoothie specifically for the brain. Um, that's blueberry, wild blueberry, walnuts, sea moss. Um, I use, most times I use hemp milk. And I'll also use flaxseed um, meal or something like that. Okay. So use specific things um, so I don't have to think about it, but I know that my nutrition is getting taken care of. Okay. You know, because we, we eat because we like to eat because it tastes, things taste good. You know, it makes us feel a certain way. Right. But I also like to eat things when I know, like, this is what this does. Like I, like I said, I put walnuts in my and my smoothie mm -hmm. and walnuts are good for the brain help folks that have depression oh wow it's good for depression it, like alters your mood as well you know so those things i'm like okay if that's what it does i'm going to eat you it put it in your yeah. i'm going to put it in a way where i can eat it um sometimes i might have a handful so i try to have walnuts like because it's probably one of the best um nuts that you can have okay so i try to eat that every day um wild blueberry two times the antioxidant than the regular blueberry. Wow. They're smaller, but they have a, a real distinct taste and has much more. Yeah. So I've been fortunate because I eat a certain way that I don't get sick. Like, I, you know, I thank God for it because I haven't been sick in the past four years now. Wow. And because of the way I eat. And so there's, there's you know, when it comes to like salads, I try to eat more salad. Sometimes I'm not on it all the time, but um, I try to get, um, I usually, I, I posted a, the other day, alkaline salad. Mm. So everything that I put in that salad is alkaline. Right. So whether it's the lettuce, the um, cherry tomatoes, I don't do regular tomatoes, the cherry tomatoes, red onions, and um, what else I put in it. Sometimes I put avocado in it. Okay. Um, but everything in, in it, is alkaline. Yeah, that sounds like a good salad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny you were talking about like eating 
um, things more so for the nutritional value than for taste. When I was at Oakland, I um, took this world religions class and I remember we had to do an assignment where we had to go study an outside religion. And I, <laughs> yeah, I ended up studying Buddhism. And I remember going to visit like a Buddhist temple and talking to one of the ladies. And she was telling me about how discipline was like one of the main principles in Buddhism. She was like, and the first way you can discipline your whole body is by your diet. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, if you're eating for feeling, for emotion, then you don't have control over your body. Your body has control over you because your emotions control everything. Mm -hmm. She's like, if you eat for taste, you have no discipline. She's like, but if you eat for nutrition, taste becomes something that's just like, oh, it tastes good on top of I'm eating for nutrition. Right, exactly. And that was the first time that ever I had ever heard it like mm -hmm. that. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a very profound like, mm -hmm. way of living. Um, and I, it made me just readjust everything because I, at the time I had noticed too, like <laughs> my, uh, my roommate, um, at the time we would be like, oh, I'm hungry. What do you feel like eating? And we'd like drive around all over Huntsville trying to figure out what we want to eat. She's like, I'm not in the mood for that. I'm not in the mood for that. And I'd be like, I'm starving. Can we pick somewhere? <laughs> and then, like, literally I was connecting the two things at the same time. Like, wait a minute. Like her emotions are controlled for taste. Right. So that's why she can't even figure out what she wants to eat because it's literally an emotional thing. It wasn't like I'm eating for nutrition. So it clicked yeah. to me at the time like, wow. And, like, that, and hunger is tricky too because you can have that false sense of hunger mm -hmm. and hunger is not doesn't start in the stomach. It starts in the mouth and the saliva. Oh, wow. And that's when you start watering. That's when you're really hungry. When you're hungry or you feel it or your stomach is growling, it's not really hunger like that. So it's actually when you eat the saliva. Wow. And yeah, that's when it's, that's, that, that's the real hunger. That's interesting. I'm sure no one has ever, ever really known whether or not they were hungry. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the, that's the thing. It's like, you, it's, it's the education mm -hmm. that's, that's needed, right? Yeah. Because, for example, eating. So, for example, if you chew your food properly, you'll eat less okay. versus if you, they say average American only chews four times. Yeah. My grandma used to make me chew 25 <laughs> times when I was eating. I'm like, grandma right. is soup. How am I supposed to chew 25 times? Right. Like, <laughs> 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 my grandma is mostly liquid. What are you talking right. about? But she literally don't give chew your food 25 times. <laughs> yeah. So if you're only eating four times, I mean, chewing four times and then you're just eating, you know, yeah. you just open everything, then, you know, it's it's the same thing like like you just drank water. Yeah. If you're gulping water, it's just gonna pass right through you. Mm, you need to sip it. Sip it. Okay. Right. So it's the same thing. It's just taking our time, being disciplined yeah. about those things. So being so I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be more aware of the things that I put in my body. Um, I'm not saying that every day I'm on it. Yeah. You know, but most days I'm on it. And I have to be on it most days so I can feel and I can do the things, feel good and I can do the things that I need to do on a, on a daily basis. Wow. You know? Yeah. No, that's really important. It really is, honestly. I think that's the biggest thing about nutrition that I've learned is about, you know, how you feel and like how you're able to attack your day and like your life. Like, you know, are you doing it with like this willpower or are you like just kind of going through the motions like... And that's and yeah, and that's key because nutrition is one aspect. Mm -hmm. That's one aspect, yeah. right? But it's not everything. Yeah, it's not. 
right? But so it plays a huge role. It plays a major role mm -hmm. in living a healthy lifestyle, right? Um, one of the things that I did learn, um, which I've, I'm going to continue on saying is that, you know, we have different things that nourish our bodies, right? And for nature's hype, you know, I call it, we have the three pillars, nourishing your body, move your body, rest your body. Mm. Nourishing your body can come in different forms. You can have foods that nourish you on the plate and nourish you off the plate. Okay. So things that nourish you off the plate are your joy, your family, mm. your finances, your, so your spirituality. If your finances are off, that could affect your body and it can affect how you eat. Mm. It can be stressful situation for you because yeah. your finances are not your family situation, husband and wife, girlfriend and boyfriend, whatever it is, y'all have issues that's going to affect yeah. stress effects. Yeah. You know, stress creates that inflammation in no, your body. That's true. All right. So that's why rest is important. Sleep is important. That's why people that usually they'll go to bed late and have to get up early in the morning. That's why they can't have a healthy meal because everything is on a go, 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 mm -hmm. go, 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 go. When I was in college, I used to take the train and I would just people watch. And you see the people when they're coming back home, they look dead. And yeah. that's why because they look yeah. so dead, they're not going to go and cook a home cooked meal. Mm -hmm. All they're going to do is buy something, buy something, you know, and buy something processed. So nutrition is a big part, but then the other parts, they play they play a major part as well. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, with that, um, we are going to start doing our closing, our prompt for the journal. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to add or um, just kind of touch on before we close out? Oh, uh, no. I mean, this is, uh, this is what I'm about, uh, yeah. nutrition. Um, right now, I'm working on putting... A, um, a program, an online program uh, to help people uh, live healthier lives. So okay. basically uh, a process, a plan that they can put in place to help and create um, healthy routines. I think people miss out on the healthy routine aspect yeah. because a person tells you just, well, you need to eat this. But the problem is they can't just eat this because everything else is out of whack. So they right. can't really sit down and or, you know, create a healthy menu or, you know, any of that stuff. Yeah. Like I said before, sleep is important. So right. if you're not getting to sleep, how are you going to able to create a healthy, you know, meal right. in the morning or in the afternoon? Because once that sleep is messed up, that cycle is messed up, that's a, that's a, that is a trickle-down effect yeah. throughout your life. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now, trying to put that together um of course i got the yeah protein bar yeah i tried one during the break really tasty <laughs> really tasty so that's online www.naturesite.com so so um, besides the protein bar you have the granola mm -hmm. uh what else do you have so i'm right working now? on this those are the two things that i have okay. right now i'm working on juices okay um, nice yeah yeah so i do once watermelon season is here and you know the problem with watermelon season is that all, all the watermelons around here are seedless, seedless. <laughs> <laughs> so. it's not real watermelon clearly so, so you um, know what's very funny about that i was um i was telling my niece 
I was eating a banana. I was like, this banana doesn't have seeds. And my niece was like, bananas are supposed to have seeds? I was like, oh my goodness. By the time the children are, you know what I'm saying? If they don't know now, they're going to think all this food is real or, you know, and they don't even realize that all this seedless stuff is not real. Like, that's crazy. Those bananas create mucus. Wow. So that's why I usually buy Duro or the Burrow bananas. Duro I almost bananas. bought some at yeah. um, the grocery store across the street from me. They have Ooh. a lot of they have jackfruit, dragon fruit. They have a lot of good stuff. You should probably check it out. Yeah. That's, um, so you're right. Yeah, they only have seeds. So we yeah. we got the artificial stuff. So I I do the juices. Like right now, I'm on my um, pineapple thing. So I oh, just nice. juice pineapple, have it in the fridge. I said I ain't, I'm not buying any more juices. I can just make my own. I sell it to the guys, the watermelon to the guys that I uh, play basketball with. Um, so yeah, that that might be the next thing. Dope. Um, but you also have merchandise too, right? Or is it not really, available for sale? It's it just can, yeah, exclusive it group got it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I do work with someone. I can get it like I get, get yeah. this right away. You know, um, cool. I need to actually put it on the uh, website. For but sure. Yeah, if yeah. anybody wanted to, you know, just contact me um, at Nature's Hype get it for you okay and are you in any stores right now with nature's hype no so this is i'm trying to get this in um yes organic market okay so i'm working towards that right nice. now um just finished a nutrition label um looking to create new packaging for it nice uh, so this is just uh, you like know, the sampling, sampling packaging packaging. but it still packaging. looks good yeah. yeah, just put that together. I was like, how do you even get it in there? Oh. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Yeah, it comes packaged like that. <laughs> you know, I never understand the process, but it always looks like, you know, professional to me when I see people that are starting out. I'm like, man, how do they, you know, like, even those tubes where you, like, put something in first, and it's mm -hmm. like, how'd you get it in there? Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. Um, so I'm excited to see it in stores. I think that would be really dope. Yeah. Um, but for now, you said you can find it on www.naturesype.org? Dot com. Dot com. Okay. So, um, if you guys caught that. And then on social media, where can everybody find you? Do you have a TikTok page as well? Or just, um, just, just uh, IG? Just IG. I have, a, I have a TikTok page, but okay. I haven't really um, used it. Really but used it? Okay. At Nature's Hype. Okay. Yeah. Nature's Hype. Okay, cool. Are you on Clubhouse at all? No. Oh, huh. you should probably get on Clubhouse. Get into some of those nutrition discussions. <laughs> like, honestly, like, Clubhouse is such a great place to find, like, your community and talk about these types of things. Like, yeah, I, I definitely, we, my brothers and I, a couple of other guys got on Clubhouse. For a little bit. For a little bit, but I think I deleted the app off. Yeah, it, I, what's funny is I first got on it and I fell off too, but it was still a good app. I think the issue was, like, all those notifications that kept coming in. It was like, okay, I can't join every single <laughs> oh, yeah, meeting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I, I do like it a lot. Um, so with that being said, I did want to close out with a um, with a journal writing prompt for you guys. I always have one. Um, so for this one, since we were talking about nutrition today and um, basically the different foods that help. Um, actually, ooh, before I do this, mm -hmm. I did want to ask you, like, because you were talking about fiber, what are some foods that have fiber in it? I did want to ask that. Sorry. <laughs> Basically, all plant foods. All plant foods? All plant foods have fiber. But like, what are you some that have, about, like, the most, you're like... You're talking about the prebiotics. You're talking about you have your onions, your leeks, um, just your vegetables, um, your grains, quinoa, um, what else? Your legumes, 
Um, those are your beans. Okay. Um, your, like you mentioned, ground provision. Mm -hmm. All those stuff, potatoes. All those stuff have um, natural fiber. Have your fiber in, and then those are those are considered your prebiotics. Now, not every prebiotic that is labeled prebiotic is going to be good for a specific person. Mm -hmm. We're all different. Um, our stomach might be able to handle. Right. Like I can still, I can still eat wheat. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. We were also um, talking about how every diet, you know, works differently for everybody, and like maybe you should get yourself tested. You um, you figured out for yourself. Well, I've never had any type of reaction reactions okay. to anything. No, I don't have any allergies or anything. Not that I know of. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I started drinking milk or eating, you yeah. know, anything. What would happen? Right. Um, but yeah, I haven't had anything. But you know, some people they get it a lot. They get yeah. it very frequently, so they would need to get tested. Yeah, I think my mom should because she has she has a lot of um, sensitivities to different foods. Like she'll tell me she can't do ginger. I'm like ginger is good for you. She can't do garlic. I'm like garlic's good for you. Like you know, so I'm. It concerns me too because I'm like, does that mean I'm gonna have a lot of stomach sensitivities? Like I already can't have corn. Um, yeah. I already I definitely respond terribly to dairy. So even if I have reverted back <laughs> to meat. I can't even venture into dairy. Like the most I can do is butter. That's yeah. it. Sometimes it's the food. Is a food that you're eating that it affects. It, you might be good with it, but it might affect something else. Yeah. And that might, you know, you might have to remove that mm, in order. That you makes know. sense. It's just, it's just a lot of things. You just have to know your body. I'm very be aware, self-aware. Um, know what when you're eating, how your body feels. feels. Don't just put it off like, oh, that's just nothing. Yeah. Like, you got to know what's going on in your body. Um, and most people, they don't really know. Pay attention. So they don't pay attention. They just yeah. eat and eat. And yeah. people just eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> You know true. what I'm saying? Just eat. And it's, it's so much different when you're going specifically overseas. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of yeah. the stuff that we have here, they're, they banned it over there. Yeah, no, know? that's true. Uh, <laughs> when I was in Honduras, I was talking to this guy from Germany. He's like, we don't have GMO foods. They try to bring that there and we shut it down yeah. instantly. I was mm -hmm. like, but here, they don't introduce us to it. They just start giving it to us and we find out years later, wait, this isn't real anymore? You know yeah. what I mean? So at least they get an opportunity to shut things down. Yeah. We don't get that here. Yeah, everything is seedless. Yeah. I can't find any seeded grapes. I stopped buying fruits during the winter because I was like, how are y'all still producing strawberries and it's not strawberry season? Where are these coming from? And they look like the ones even from moms, you go to organic market, like these look bigger than the regular strawberries I'm used to buying. The blueberries look bigger than what I'm used to. So I stopped buying it because I'm like, it's not giving real. I'll come back during the season yeah. <laughs> when it's real. But it's, it's just very interesting. But, but this is a perfect segue for the prompt um, because it was what responses to certain foods does your body have? So that's the writing prompt for this week. I'm just kind of trying to listen to your body better. Kind of slowly eating, slowly processing. Don't just eat everything um, at once. Don't introduce yourself to anything new without like observing how you respond to it. So basically the question is, how does your body feel um, with certain foods? Are you listening? And if not, what is persisting when you are not listening to your body? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's super important. Um, I actually found out that I was getting all these hunger pains all the time. We were talking about hunger, how it's not like a real feeling. I used to have like literal pains in my stomach from hunger. And after I did the parasite cleanse, that went away and I was like, oh my goodness, were those parasites? Like, were they <laughs> were the ones that were yelling at me like that? Like, cause I would wake up with hunger pains and I'm like, I didn't go to sleep hungry. Like, why do I, 
feel like hunger before I even wake up. Like I'm feeling the pain. Like it's like grabbing me in my stomach. And when I did the parasite cleanse, I wasn't feeling it anymore. And I'm like, that's not a normal feeling. Yeah. And every time those hunger pains come back, I'm like, it's time to do a cleanse. <laughs> like, exactly. I'm not playing that, with that, that. So I listen to my body That true hunger is coming that. from your mouth, your saliva. And mm. all. Yeah, that's when you know that you're really hungry. Really hungry. And that makes sense. So uh, with that writing prompt, uh, that's what I want you guys to focus on for next week. And when we come back, um, I did have some conversation cards. Did I leave them out or put them back? Put them back. I did. Why would I do that? <laughs> what is good with me? Hopefully I put them at the front. Let's see. Um, this is this is not good. I didn't put them in a book. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So since we're talking about the mind and stuff, like that's a question I'll ask you where I want you to read it aloud and answer it for me. So, um, like, what makes you insecure and what do you do to cope? Um, maybe it's, I know for me, probably where I'm at in life. Okay. Some insecurity about, about that and... Feeling like you should be somewhere else? Somewhere else, you know, should be further along than mm -hmm. I am right now. So, you know, that's probably it right there. Because I think about it a lot. Mm. Um, what I do to cope with it, um... I think it's all mental. Yeah, and, it is. And mentally having to sh have a mind shift and think about who cares, keep moving forward in faith in what you're doing. And whether it happened last week, yesterday, or it's going to happen in the near future, and just keep moving forward to, to that goal. Yeah. Um, and just keep learning. Yeah. Keep, yeah being remaining a student of life yeah. yeah i think that's super important so that's a really good answer um and it's a real answer because i think a lot of people feel that you know like feeling like you should be further along in life like oh you should have done this by now like you know all our parents at our age i know I should. my mom had, already had, had a family i should have had like three kids <laughs> and married and everything my mom at my age already had Ron and Cordell. It was just me and Wynette left, you know? Right. Like, so, um, yeah, that's the four. Four first kids were already, by the time my mom was my age. So that's, that's wild for me to think about. But she had already also been married 10 years by then. And I'm like, I couldn't picture myself. <laughs> so much to learn in life. Like, I couldn't picture myself going through. But we're also in a different place a different country a different timeline yeah. so not everything is going to be done in the same way um it i guess previously was known to us or traditionally was and and that's fine too and just understanding like everything is done in divine timing so that's that's a really good answer um my question says what are you afraid of most and why and uh i would say the unknown mm. um you know, it scares me. I've never really been afraid of death. Um, because, like, what, what am I going to fear it for? Like, if I'm dead, I'm gone. Right. You know, like, maybe the way I might die might be fear, mm -hmm. you know, a scary thing. Like, dying by fire, by water. To me, that's always like, oh, right. man, those are the worst ways to go. But I've never really considered, like, being afraid of dying because what is the point of, like, how does that serve me? Like, if I'm dead, like, I won't know. I would be more afraid of how my family, family feels that I'm gone. Yeah. But I think the unknown is scary. Like right now, what I'm in is like 
a scary place. Like I, I have no idea what's next, but I'm also learning to just face your fears because God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. And so a lot of the fear tactics they have right now, like in the media and stuff like that, I have to like shut it out mm -hmm. because that's not of God. Like the only thing that is of God is love. And so for me, facing every fear that comes to me um, is, or taking it on head on versus looking at it and being like fearful of it um, has been, I think, one of the most like character building traits I've had so far. So for sure, um, just like staring at the unknown and being like, I don't know either, but we gonna figure it out. Right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like I have no idea what's next. My lease is up in June. I could be moving across the country. I could be putting myself in storage. It's just everything is unknown right now. Um, and it's, it's scary, but I'm just taking everything one day at a time and just taking everything as it comes to me. Right. Um, and allowing for opportunities to present themselves as opposed to like trying to plan everything. I think when you try to plan, 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 sometimes things get derailed and you feel so upset about it. Um, so it's, I think it's a, like we were talking about earlier, it's a matter of balance of figuring out how to plan, but how to also leave room for things to happen in its yeah. perfect timing. Um, definitely prepare, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so this has been good. This has been real. Uh, really appreciate you coming out once again, everybody. Irma and Cal, you can find nature's hype on Instagram. It's just nature's hype, mm -hmm. nature's hype on Instagram. Uh, you're on Facebook too? Yeah. Facebook. Um, and then eventually we'll see him in stores, but you can also go on the website and find his pr um, protein bars and the granola, soon some juices. So that'll be really exciting to get um, get to. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, so, it's been good. Yeah, enjoyed it. I agree. I agree. Uh, I learned a lot today. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be trying to apply what I learned because that is really what, you know, is behind the genius of, of life is if you have all this wealth of knowledge and you don't apply it, then, you know, how does it really serve you? Right. So, um, yeah, just applying what you know is always what's super important. But yeah, once again, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Nobody's Guru Podcast. Um, your host Melanin. I'm nobody's guru on anything. I've just, you know, taken some of the things that I've learned in life and I'm sharing it here with you guys. So once again, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Make sure to do the journal, uh, journal writing prompt. Take care.